Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On at Disney Plus podcast. I'm um, in this episode. We're going to be talking about some of the stuff that's been announced at the recent uh, Television Critics Association. There's some bits and pieces. We're also going to talk a little bit about what seems to be going on, maybe with Disney Plus in terms of like next day stuff in the United States. And since it's been well, it's been about three weeks since we recorded one. It's the first one of the year. We've got so much stuff we've been watching on Disney Plus. It's just going to be a lot of us just talking about what we've been watching. Um, so if you haven't already done so, make sure you do subscribe here on YouTube. You can also subscribe on the audio platforms. Go check us out over at What's On Disney Plus. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc., and so on. So let's jump into it. So it's been it's it's kind of weird. It's it, it, I'm trying to remember what to do today. <laughs> just, just, just like it's been a while. <laughs> But let's jump into, let's start off with some of the big news, because we had Television's Critics Association, a couple of big things that got announced yesterday. Um, are you a fan of you too? Um, I like some of their older music. I haven't heard any of their recent stuff. And by recent, I mean anything since like 2000. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. It's like, I, I, it's like yeah, I liked it for a while. And there was a lot of stuff they did. But it was, all, I'm like, yeah, that was all around like, you know, like, Batman, Batman Forever. I mean, I know, mm. I know, like when that one came out, but they've got a new special coming out on uh, St. Patrick's Day on March the seventeenth. Global special. Um, Bono and Edge go back to Dublin and meet with David Letterman, and they have a discussion, and we see some of the music and stuff from their new album or and bits and pieces. Yeah, I mean, it's like you have the success of like um, Elton John and the Beatles and Taylor Swift and um, Olivia Rodrigo, it kind of makes sense that they kind of maybe are looking at this going, hmm, let's make some money. Um, I'm going to check it out. I like I like it. I'm not going to lie. I did watch the recent, um, was it If These Walls Could Sing, or as I like to call it, um, <laughs> if I could just watch these walls dry. Because <laughs> I really didn't like it. I, I thought that was as dull as dishwater. So I'm I, really hoping this one's a lot better. Which band was that one? I don't think I... that was the like the one about Abbey Road. They delayed it in the UK. Oh, that's it right. came out it came yeah. out a couple of weeks ago in in America, and then they delayed it. I I I was just I think I think between Beatles Get Back and then the uh, McCartney Three Two One, I'd kind of got to that point. Like, yeah, I'm, I've kind of had enough of this whole thing. <laughs> Those, but yeah, so O2 is a little. Uh, 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 yeah. Any day now will reach oversaturation point with the Beatles. Uh, just, yeah, just. Yeah, it's coming. It's soon. It's coming soon. Yes. So yeah. So that, so we got this um U two one. Um yeah. Look, tra trailer looks good. I love Dublin as well. Been there a few times. L lovely city. So um that should be a lot of fun. Um, now there were some new things announced at the uh, TCA. So we've got um some new. We had some new images of American born Chinese. We had some new images and a little like teaser like featurette on a small light, which is coming to Disney Plus in the spring and to National Geographic. This one. Again, just it's just nice to have something different with the small light coming up. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, yeah. We also got Prom Pact, which is coming um, in the US on the Thursday, 30th of March, and then the next day on Disney Plus. Um, again, a lot of these dates, there's a lot of international to follow, which is like we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Um, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, what's going on? Um, we're also going to be getting the crossover that's going to be dropping on the Disney Channel on Tuesday, the 4th of April, followed by the following day. Uh, and it was a load of people, uh, some kids playing basketball. It didn't do anything for me, I'll be honest. That one was like, really? Okay, is that I needed a little bit more to it than just than playing basketball, I'll be honest. Uh, it it could be a sleeper like welcome to Wrexham or it could be uh Beckham's save our squad so yeah 
Yes. But admittedly, I'm not I'm not exactly uh, waiting with bated breath for that either. No. And then we got a big one coming on um, Earth Day on April the 22nd. That's just going to be over two days. And again, it'll be on National Geographic and on next day on Disney Plus in the United States. Um, it got Secrets of the Elephants. So this one is a new one, four episodes from Jim Cameron. And next year is going to be Octopuses. And then the year after or the year after that, there will be then Penguins and bees so they've got like secrets secrets of is a new earth day tradition for disney plus so we've got at least the next five years <laughs> for those set to go um which um i really enjoyed the whales one so i i'm i'm interested to see what they do with with the the elephants one i'm hoping it's gonna be a lot better than elephant was <laughs> <laughs> i i enjoyed the secret of the wolves one but yeah. um I didn't really learn much about wolves. It was just really, really pretty. They had some yeah. amazing shots, some landscape shots, some shots of the wolves. But in terms of like a documentary about learning things, uh, I learned that they don't like cameramen, which I yeah. probably could have guessed on my own. Yeah. So. And I can't help but think, but was Secret of the Whales kind of a little bit of research for um, Avatar The Way of Water? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so there's also going to be a Titanic 25th anniversary coming out um, next month as well with the film being re-released in cinemas. Because um, obviously with Titanic, it is a 20th century studios film everywhere else but North America, where it's Paramount. So there's a little bit of a mixed one. Hence why they took it off Disney Plus before Christmas. They did the Avatar trick of, we're going to re-release it, so we're going to whip it away so you, you can't remember it. <laughs> just... I, I don't remember anything about Titanic now. It, it's no. gone completely. So, I guess I'll have to go see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to break it, but there's a point where it hits an iceberg. Um but yeah, so that, <laughs> it was just like, I don't believe you. I'll have to go see it to find yeah. out. Yeah, um, they also announced some more National Geographic stuff coming. There's going to be some documentaries on Katrina, another one on Kasami. Um, they're going to tie in in with the 20th anniversaries of those events. So they're a couple of years away. Also, Underdogs, a brand new series, 10 episodes with Ryan Reynolds doing the doc. And then basically the entire teaser trailer was a hippo having a poop and farting. And it's little tail wagging. I mean, and I'm going to... Yeah. It's on brand for Ryan. And to be honest, it looks so much fun than I saw yesterday. It's just like, yep, just give us some funny clips. I was a little bit like, any, I mean, they were joking about how long it's going to take, 2025. And I'm like, surely this is just like a compilation of bloopers that when they've been sat there recording them. You know, it's like, it's like you're not going out specifically to try and find, you know, hippos farting and stuff. Um, I... <laughs> I would actually fully believe that Ryan Reynolds would direct people to go and find that kind of footage specifically. We've got plenty of footage of just of them crunching on watermelons or just walking, you know, through the water and, and stuff. No, go find them pooping. And that's, yeah, I could see um, him doing that. Honestly, it was it was funny, and I, there was that kind of thing. If I'm um, having done a, like an African safari of just like of being sat there for like half an hour, forty minutes, watching it, like hippos and stuff. It, I just love the fact it's just like one single shot of just one, was its tail waggling. Is... <laughs> but that's my kind of humor. I, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was, it was definitely for me. Um, so there was also there's been some like um, as of the time of recording, we still got Hulu's day to go. There's been lots of FX shows and stuff they've been talking about. The Alien series is set to film later this year. I mean, this is now, and they announced this in 2020. And here we are in 2023. Oh, they're going to start filming soon. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, okay, I'll believe it when I actually see a teaser trailer. That might be the, um, yeah. 
I mean, it is it is fair. They announced it in the middle of COVID when no one really knew how uh, um, yeah, filming was going yeah. to go. They And they probably wanted to wait until a lot of the restrictions were out of place so they wouldn't have to do... Uh, you know, a lot of restrictions on set. Well, a lot of it seems to be down to the the main guy that's making it is making the next season of Fargo, and that oh, was kind okay. of the priority to do first. But yeah, so we got that one. Also, some new ABC stuff. There's a new um, History of the World Part Two, which is coming out. Um, it's been confirmed for um, Hulu. I think it's, it's it's coming over like a few nights at the beginning of March. It was announced on Canada's social media, but they whipped it off. So. Um, I'm guessing it's the same time. They maybe just didn't want to put out the announcements on that one. Um, have you seen History of the World Part 1? A long, long time ago. Um, but it's Mel Brooks. I, I enjoy pretty much everything Mel Brooks puts out. I, yeah. It has been a long time since he's written something, though. I think the last one he did was The Producers, which was a remake of one of his yeah. first programs. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see if his comedy... Uh, or if he still has the touch now, because I yeah. love a lot of his old ones, Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Mm -hmm. They're fantastic movies. I love Spaceballs, but I think that was mainly due to the Star Wars comedy side of things and mm -hmm. Rick Morales. Robin Hood wasn't so keen on. I watched this trailer, and it's it's not good to me when I watch a comedy trailer and you don't even snigger or even have the slightest bit of, oh, that was funny. It's like, it's like you... It's like, oh look, celebrity, and let's, and they're dressed up as somebody. Yeah. It, it really kind of hit me personally, but um, it's I'm gonna give it a go because I'm gonna kind of it's like this is either gonna be this is either gonna work for me or it's gonna be a total just meh. I think it will depend on whether or not you like those particular uh, comedians involved. And I looked at the list as like, I don't know half of the people mm -hmm. on it, and the ones I do generally aren't funny to me. So I, I, I'm even though I've liked Mel Brooks's work in the past, that's kind of why I'm uh, hedging my bets a bit. Like he hasn't worked in the yeah. industry for a little while, you know. Um, I have to. I'm I'm a lot less enthusiastic about this than I should be for a Mel Brooks production. Mm -hmm. Now it was interesting with the um, the TCA where it was very much like you know it was very it's very U.S. centric. That's the first thing. It's not really an international thing. Um, what really got me was like the Disney side because it was like, I uh, hear some Disney Plus stuff. I mean, they mentioned like American born Chinese and they had little panels and the bad batch and such. But all the announcements were like, okay, so we're really, they are fully going back to um, National Geographic. It goes on National Geographic and Disney Plus and Disney Channel stuff goes to Disney Channel and to Disney. I mean, whether or not they want to get into this next day thing and kind of, is, is it like lending the lines between Hulu and Disney Plus and just trying to you know make people more aware of it? Is it a kind of a financial thing of I, which is where I think it is of let's move it over to the linear um, budget and it's a linear show and then would they pay streaming pays very little for it just to kind of offset the cost a little bit and I think it's more of a tax dodge. But I I really don't like this for a couple of reasons. First off, I do not understand the whole concept of. Let's put it out on Tuesday, but we're going to put it onto Disney Plus on Wednesday. Why not just do both? Because the whole idea that, oh, you're going to take people away from streaming or from linear, like, are we really at that point still where it's like, that's my viewers and you're not having them? And no, no, they're not. It's like, in like four years on, it feels like a big step back in some ways. I wouldn't necessarily call it a step back, but it, it seems like there's some, there's probably some internal feuding going on. And that's the main thing. But I'd have to agree. 
at this point, there's very firmly a watching it live, live in quotes in this case, uh, and watching it on streaming audience. And there, there really doesn't seem to be too much overlap, except, you know, uh, here in the States, you're, you're visiting your parents for a holiday, let's say Easter coming up, and they're still very firmly in the watching uh, linear television. So you'll you'll see that. But I'd have to imagine in a lot of cases, they're not going to be watching most of the Disney Channel content yeah. coming out. Maybe you stick your your little kid in front of it so you can you know talk with your parents, but without that. But honestly, most of the parents I know are just going to load up Netflix or or Disney Plus anyway, and they're not going to be going yeah. to the linear, even if the their parents don't have it. Well, I kind of look at now. It's like you're either one or tougher. I mean, you can be in both, but generally you're going to be going on. And it feels a little bit like this is mine or this is mine or, like I said, budgets. It, and I also don't understand it from a marketing point of view of like it just makes it so much more confusing of going, you know, this show is coming out on, you know, eight o'clock central on this time and available the next. It's like, why not just say it's out on Wednesday, you know, on well, Disney Channel? And it, it just kind of feels a little bit like. It's very going back to the tele. I mean, I don't. We don't know how much of this is still left over from the Chapek era, or whether or not this is something coming in. But it, National Geographic, and I, I even understand the point of view of. Sh I completely, hundred percent, on sharing the content. I don't have a problem with them sharing it. But it's just like it just seems a little of a, a backwards step. And then suddenly, all the international stuff goes way out the window. Like the um, um the Magic of Animal Kingdom, is just like, well, when when are we getting it? You know, we got no idea when it's coming. And it's like, okay, so we've gone back into linear and suddenly then the whole world and we we suffer because of this decision. You actually made an interesting point in the middle of there. Uh, ignoring the international stuff, that's a whole different can of worms. And yeah. we have complained about that many times. Yeah, uh, You mentioned like the 8th Central thing. You know, yeah. uh, a lot of our generation growing up in the States, maybe not over in uh, the UK, will we'll remember, you know, this show comes on at 9, 8 Central. And, you know, it, 9 o'clock being Eastern yeah. time. So that's one thing that they do have to keep in mind with uh, this, that if you want to do it at the exact same time that you're doing it broadcast linearly, which time slot do you do? Because uh, something, unless it's a sports show or a yeah. live program, if it's showing at nine o'clock on the East Coast, I'm in mountain time. I'm not going to see it until my nine o'clock, which is two yeah. hours later. Do you put it on streaming at nine o'clock Eastern? And then I'm just like, well, I'm just going to watch it streaming. I'm not going to wait for it to broadcast yeah. linearly. Uh, do you show it on the West Coast time? And then the people on the East Coast are like, well, this is three hours later. I should have just watched mm -hmm. it. Later. So I think that might actually be part of the puzzle where there's like, we're not messing with this. It's the next day. You can watch mm -hmm. it linearly. That's not a great answer, assuming that that's part of the process. I would still rather just be like, oh, it, it aired in Hawaii. It's now done with the, the United mm -hmm. States. Let's put it on linear. Uh, sorry, on streaming. But that probably does factor into it because we, we mm -hmm. span many, many different time zones here in the States. I mean, we get it a lot with, um, I mean, here in the UK, we don't really, because we don't, we have one time zone in the whole country, it's not never really an issue. Um, you, the only thing is that a lot of, um, like, especially like in Australia and stuff of like saying, you know, it's out on this day and they're going, well, while it's not out, well, it doesn't kick into like seven o'clock at night because of the time difference. So that's one issue. The only interesting other thing was that these now essentially, the concept of a Disney Plus original feels like that might start slipping away a little bit with these channels taken away. They are still listed on the official Disney original, Disney Plus originals, like Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur and the crossover. 
they're still being listed, but it's like, well, it's a very weird stage right now. Like I said, I have, I think it makes perfect sense for Disney to put out shows on linear networks. It, you know, I, I think it makes sense. Um, I think we're at a point now where you linear customers, you know, they've, they've basically got nothing to watch because all everything good's gone to stream. And it makes sense to utilize this content. You know, you spent a lot of money on it. And we're in this different stage now, I think, with streaming now where it's about trying to make profit rather than just get subscribers. And I, I don't have a problem with it. It just, it just feels a little bit like, okay, this is going to make things. It's like instantly of just like, oh, okay. The, the, the scheduling is just got like, and I'm thinking if I'm struggling to work out when something's coming on, that's not good in general. Cause then no, you know, you're going to see, you know, we're already seeing the tweets and they go, is this coming out in the UK? Is this because there was no international announcements yesterday of what's when these are all coming on. And again, it just, it just muddies the waters a lot. It does. There, there's, and it going the other way too, actually, I was thinking about this, where in the last couple of months, we've seen a number of what were Disney Plus originals coming on to linear, either yeah. in Freeform or Disney Channel. Um, it really does kind of make you go, where's the line? And maybe there just shouldn't be a line at all, mm. but because um, you can do regional things on on uh, Disney Plus, you could say, all right, uh, it's launching at nine o'clock in your time zone. Although that yeah. that tends to annoy people, and then, then you get into the piracy issue as well. Yeah. Uh, so there's no there's no perfect answer here, and obviously we will probably see a lot of experimentation yeah. uh, going on in the next couple of years as Disney and Paramount and Warner Brothers all try to figure out what is the right way to do this and unfortunately the right way for the company and the right way for the consumer is not going to be the same probably no and and everyone's got like i mean i've i've had people comment saying well if it's on linear i don't want it's like it's almost like linear is like a bad word it's like well if it's on there that means it's rubbish like no they do it it's for us our generation like television's the the core it's like whether or not i'm watching and that most of the time i'm watching it on the same device you know on the same screen it doesn't really make any difference um it just feels to me, it, it, I think from the, the scheduling point of view, it just messes up a little bit. Like internationally, it just becomes a mess. Of You don't know what's coming out. And the trouble is as well with the social media is, if it goes out on, on the official Disney Plus Twitter or the official Disney Plus YouTube channel, and they could say, well, you could put it on the, on the English. Well, like the UK Disney Plus YouTube channel, never everything's un, unlisted. There's never anything. Middle, so you'd only see the, the, the American version. Um, so I understand, you know, you are going to have some differences, but it, it definitely feels like just sort of that. I mean, I also do think like with National Geographic, I do wonder if they've looked at the stats maybe and gone, look, these National Geographic shows are just not hitting where we would like them to be. You know, supernatural, limitless, like you might as well put them out on the, on the channel because the, the older people that haven't got streaming are going to enjoy it and you get more value out of it. But are younger people tuning in for those kind of documentaries in the same number um we've never seen any evidence that they have <laughs> on any of this stuff it just makes sense to do it the thing with national geographics and also with you know discovery and yeah. um you know bbc produced documentaries and things like that isn't is a lot of the time it's not really about getting a, a first day viewership yeah. you know that that's one of the, the important metrics that we uh, judge shows and movies by is how many people show up for the opening weekend or, or things like that whereas National Geographic's really isn't about that. It's about getting it into classrooms, getting it into libraries, getting it to people 
when they need it. You're, you're doing a report on Nigeria. Here's a documentary from National Geographic. So you can watch that and get a lot of the, the material you need for your report. Mm. Uh, you need to do a report on elephants. Here's your elephant report. Sure, there will be people watching it. Um, honestly, even if I wasn't doing this podcast, a lot of the National Geographic documentaries I'd be watching, if not the day they come out, then within like that week, that first week period. Yeah. But not everyone's like that. In fact, most people seem to not be. Uh, but it, it's judging by different metrics. Mm. Uh, but that that does mean, I think, that that's an argument for put it on as many platforms as you want right at the beginning. Don't worry about exclusivity. You can watch it over here on the National Ge Geographic's channel. You can watch it on Disney+. Plus. Heck, we put the DVD out and we sent it to all the libraries. You can watch it at the library. Well, interesting enough, um, actually, Hulu's been doing that. Um, a lot of National Geographic stuff is being dual-released on both um obviously since the like the new year they've been really pushing this like disney plus hulu ad bundle for like 9.99 and they've been putting stuff on there um and also kind of they're only limited or something but to me it's starting to to me it feels like now we're at a point where they are trying to blend blur the lines between where one ends and where one begins get hulu people used to disney stuff and that have access to disney plus originals and then hulu was also i mean they've not had a lot go over to disney plus yet but i think we might see more of this um and like with the network channels kind of like next day on disney plus next day on you know I, i'm i can see well you know this might be a retraining exercise for a little bit i like even put that adverts advertising the two together just the two kind of forgetting about the sports aspect and i think you know it's again it's just mentally just playing with with people it, you mentioned that. It's interesting because I, I have noticed recently that when I'm seeing ads for them, I'm either seeing for the bundle, Hulu mm. and Disney Plus, or I'm seeing ESPN a, yeah. as its own thing. I'm not seeing the, the triple bundle. I'm actually getting annoyed at the at the dual bundle, though, because I'm like, I have Hulu. I have Disney Plus. Stop advertising it to me. Uh, obviously, I'm talking about targeted ads on the Internet, not the, yeah. you know, the random billboards. I'm not going to go yell. I already have them. <laughs> Change your billboard. But... You know, and also you do sometimes stuff like with YouTube and stuff. You go, look, I've skipped this ad fifty times, mm -hmm. or even worse, going, I've already got this product. I don't need it. <laughs> then I keep skipping it. But yeah, so just something that that's something I just thought we'll, we'll talk about a little bit. But it does seem a little bit. Mixed. It's gonna again. Let's take the rule book. It's out the window. It's gone. Um, it's definitely out the window. Right. Okay. So let's now talk. Um, before we go into what we've been watching, let's do a quick um, shout out to our Patreon and YouTube channel members. So hello, a big thank you um, to Sarah for your continued support. I'm at the um, platinum level. Also big hello to Andrew, Elliot, Jacob, Khalid, Red Marsman, Aero. We've also got Cody and uh, we've got Daniel, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, Paul and Babak. And we've also got um, Jonathan, DJ Frosttop. We've also got Ben, Tim, Chuck, David, Mamoud, Raphael. Adam, Dana, Ricky, Dave, my VCS still works, Bina, Joshua, Martin, and Sarah. Thank you so much. We'll have a live chat coming up on Sunday night this week. Next week's will be pre-recorded. Um, got some interesting interviews coming up in the next few weeks as well. So let's jump into what we've been watching. So let's start off with a big one. Willow. Willow's finished. What did you think of this series? I haven't finished Willow. <laughs> I... I... It was not intentional. Um, I have not seen the last episode. It's just okay. that um, since the beginning of the year, I've been very busy with travel. So I watched episode seven. Uh, I really liked where it left off on episode seven. Uh, 
but I, I haven't seen episode eight yet, so I don't know how it finishes yet. No. Um, they're um, a little bit of a spoiler. They look like little, little mid-tease um, for two more volumes or two more um, seasons, um, and it ended on a cliffhanger. I don't want, um, but the thing is with this one is it feels a little bit like this was a show I watched when I watched the first few episodes. I really enjoyed it. I said it was one of the best shows I've seen for a while, and I really enjoyed it. And then in the middle, it felt like a video game where I just had to keep going off and doing side quests to level up until I was ready to get for the final. <laughs> it was just like, right, we need you now to go over to that person. We're going to send you into a forest, and we're going to let you uh, do a little story over there. Okay, now we need you to train up, so we're going to send you on a boat ride right through uh, for just for the entire episode we're just gonna have you in the in the volume and just whizzing across, across the town and then there was another one of like okay now it's just another fetch quest and just like wow we really could have squeezed this down a few episodes um it fell and both my mum and my uh wife have both said i'm a bit lost with this now the, the side quest like they forgot what why they were who were there to go with what the point was I can't disagree with that. I, I think I'm enjoying it a bit more than uh, most people are. I, I did make the mistake of uh, checking out on like Reddit and seeing what people are taking about. It. I'm like, ooh, it's not doing well, uh, which is unfortunate. I'm still enjoying it. I'm not going to uh, change that. But you are right. The, it does. It did lose focus about halfway through. And it's like, okay, now we're going to go off and do this. Ooh, that guy's been uh, poisoned by mad, dark magic. So we got to do an entire episode about him being... Uh, like right. purged and things like that, that was that's the only side quest that will make sense and mm -hmm. I, I and i enjoyed the, that actual episode i thought that was really good the whole thing of them going into the forest was just pointless it was i i know and i i've said this before it almost feels like we could have actually done this series if they merged like borman's character i mean i, lo I love him as a character with and i can't even think of the the, the flag masher from uh and from the red-headed girl those two characters could have been actually merged together into one because they they could have had the same thing. And the same thing in some ways with like Laura and Kit, they actually could have been the same. It's almost like thinking like there's too many characters and it just didn't really need all of them and, and their side stories. I don't know. It's kind of one of those, I know some people like really didn't like the music um, at the end. It did feel a little bit weird having an MTV song at the end of the finale. That was a little bit, a bit odd. And they go, because I remember when I was, we were sat there and it got to the end, and it was like suddenly like Metallica. Da, 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 and I'm like, I, and I went, that's Metallica entered the Sandman, because it's the first time I'd noticed it. And then suddenly, like, they're doing all these like random songs and you go, it doesn't fit the tone. And other people didn't like it because they were all talking modern. Right. It was like, it's a fantasy, but we're all going to speak like we've all just come out in you know, like Los Angeles high school. Uh, that was definitely something I noticed too. I had no problem with the music personally. In fact, I, I, found it to be a kind of a fun way to end the episodes, but I do yeah. understand people going, why are you doing, you know, Metallica at the end of what is supposed to be a fantasy I think series? every song should end with Metallica. <laughs> uh, no, maybe not everyone, but certainly most of them. Yeah. Uh, but e either way, I get that. And then there were points in the series where the dialogue was just like, wait, what'd she say? That, huh? And, and you'd get those moments too. So mm -hmm. totally valid criticism as well. Yeah. And, it felt like tonally they weren't entirely sure because they'd have these moments where uh, they would lean into it. This is fantasy. It's people are going to die. We're going to lose characters, uh, things like that. But then at the same time, you'd have like the two two women living in the woods and they would 
and you have this yeah. random side quest. Yeah. I, I get what they were going for with that story. It's supposed to be, you know, her meeting people, regular people mm -hmm. and having her perspective changed. And actually, it, I kind of liked the whole sequence, but at the same time, you could have done it a lot better. Yeah. It's a good bit. Of, it's, it's, it's interesting. The viewership um, hasn't hit the Nielsen streaming chart at all, which is never a good sign. Um, the dis 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 discussion about this. There's a lot of people that are enjoying it. And I think it's kind of this weird one of like, the people that are watching it are enjoying it. The thing is, I am really hoping that Disney kind of go, we are going to do those other two seasons. Do not do a Netflix on this. You can't. If you were going to do a Netflix one, you should have edited out that ending and just left it with a cliffhanger because um, you've already now teased these other. The only thing I would say to them is maybe cut the episode budget, cut our episode budget, but also cut maybe the episodes down to six or even four or five and just kind of get maybe it out and kind of speed it up a little bit. Um, because it's still got chance, you know, and you know, it's a franchise. Um, I think it, I, I, I definitely would like to see it come back, but at the same time, it needs it does need some tweaking. And it's kind of funny because I feel this is some of the issues sometimes with um Disney not really being able to do pilots the same way that they used to. Um, you know, this could have done with I don't know a, a little bit of tweaking. Um, uh, hopefully they take it on board. Yeah, I. I understand a lot of people's complaints with it. I recognize it's not a perfect series. I still stand by it. I I, I enjoyed this quite a bit. It's one of my favorite series from uh, Disney Plus so far. Uh, I definitely am holding it up as one of the ones that I will, if I ever go back and rewatch something, this will be one of them. And if they do do season two or three, I will probably rewatch season one in anticipation. That said, it's an imperfect series. It's not going to be for everybody. I still enjoy it, so it gets my yeah. recommendation. But I yeah. will, I will understand if people like, ah, you know what, it just didn't click yeah. with me. No, so there we go. So we had another series this past uh, few weeks um, launch, National Treasure: Edge of History. Um, so I'm up to date. I literally just watched the latest episode this morning because I went to put it on last night, and my wife said to me, "Do I have to watch this rubbish anymore?" <laughs> and I'm on. Do you want me to carry on without you? Yes, carry. On. <laughs> At which point the the show has now been delisted from a it's now because it's along the lines of it has got rather CW just just a bit it's it was so much promise so much I honestly now someone a friend messaged the other day and shall I watch just watch the original movie I said <laughs> I just I forget the series just watch the movie again <laughs> and yes. like, yeah so like Willow I haven't watched it. Unlike Willow, that was by choice. Um, I stopped watching after the second episode. I tried the third episode. We're going back, what, like three yeah. weeks now? Yeah. I, I tried the third episode. I think I even talked about it, like, briefly in one of the last recordings that we did before uh, the New Year's break. And I was just like, I can't. I can't watch this. It's so bad. It's it's really bad. I mean, it's like the, it's like this week's episode of just, like, you know, that you could see the twists turning before... You know, you can see that the the like what the well, like the hill turns or the the check whatever you you like oh you can see it. it's all coming a mile away, and it's it's I still think it's okay in terms of like it's easy to put on in the background while you put I I think it's still a lot better than like Turner and Hooch and stuff but it's just like this is just not National Treasure quality this is National Treasure Hallmark or CW edition it's just not on that same level. Um, it's okay, but I, I, it's, it's no longer in the, I must watch this on a Wednesday. Um, I mean, even Willow was a bit like, I waited till my wife was home from work before we watched it. 
but it was a little bit like it wasn't like I need to watch you know like when Marvel or Star Wars comes on like that eight, eight o'clock you know eight o'clock kind of one I was just like watch I, it straight away. Your dogs are are giving their impressions <laughs> yes. as well, yes. uh, which is the the show needs more dogs. It does. Every show needs more dogs. Actually, don't no, be honest. No. They actually need less dogs because no. this one. The minute she sees one on television, then goes bonkers. So um, there are sometimes scenes where I just, I have no, no idea what's happened because all chaos has evolved. <laughs> and I've either forward, fast forwarded it or just kind of just missed the entire thing while I'm trying to settle her down. So, but, so my, yeah. my only question about the show at this point is, has the guy who is obsessed with shoes done anything useful yet? Um, oh, he was bugged in his shoes. That was that was one thing. They put some bugs in his shoes. Um, I assume we're talking uh, about like tracking bugs. Or... Yeah, tracking. And then the kind of the 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 boyfriends of old still kind of creeping around. Like, is he either just really obsessed, or is he just not over her, or is he working for Billy? He just never. And Catherine Zeta Jones is just like, it's just so. I don't know. It's like a Bond film from the seventies. It's just so over the top, kind of. I I would rather watch a Bond film from the seventies, yeah. to be honest, because yeah. at least those understood. Uh, yeah. most most of them, some of them did not. Uh, they understood what they were working with and yeah. and what the audience was expecting, which is some really campy stupidity. Uh, yeah, it, with... it, it, yeah. It's it's a little bit of a shame. Um, now, have you been watching the Bad Batch? I have. I'm, I'm actually caught up on The Bad Batch, uh, which is three episodes so far. So um, I'm still not like super into it. It hasn't clicked with me the way Clone Wars did or Rebels did. But I think this was a strong, stronger start to the season than season one was. Mm -hmm. It's already starting at a higher point and so far maintained it. I liked all three of the episodes. The biggest problem I still have I don't care about any of these characters. I don't even care about Echo, who's coming from Clone Wars. Yeah. He he feels like a completely different character than when we had him in Clone Wars, which is fair considering the amount of trauma he's gone through. He he's going to be changed, but I'm just not connecting with any of them. Um, someone put on a comment today on the thing of going like, "What would you do to improve Bad Batch? <laughs> Leave Omega on a planet." <laughs> just, just, yeah. just like... that that was part of. <laughs> Those first two episodes, they're like, ooh, if we pull off this job, then we can, you know, we can go and do other things and Omega can be taken care of and we don't have to worry about them anymore. And like, please, just just please succeed I know what, in the job. Yeah, I know this whole thing of like, you know, they want to tell it for, you know, this, for the kids to be able to connect to the characters and this. Like, nah. Um, I'll be honest, uh, I haven't watched any episodes for weeks because I, or Disney actually provided pretty much the entire season. So I've already, I'm like, maybe about episode seven or eight. And I kind of got to point like, like I'm going to stop here because I'm gone so far in advance. Uh, <laughs> but I can still watch some of the other episodes. But it was a bit like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what episode three this week was because <laughs> it was just like, yes. they all blended together. Um, I, so episode yeah. three, just for reference, was uh, we focused again on um, Crosshair, the, the one who went traitor in season one and is working for the Imperials. And so he was... Uh, they were going after a budding rebel colony. It's not rebels yet, obviously, yeah. but um, and they they brought in a whole bunch of the droids from Clone Wars, and and he got to be a badass basically for the episode, yeah. uh, which actually worked pretty well. It reminded me of some of the darker episodes of Clone Wars, and 
uh, Co Commander Cody was in there as well. So that was that episode. Um, honestly, it's probably my favorite Bad Batch episode so far. Uh, that's including season one. Yeah. So that's the Bad Batch. Um, also happened to this past week, I'm welcome to Chippendales. The entire season dropped. Now, I'd seen like the first five episodes like three months ago because mm -hmm. um, I was lucky enough to interview some of the cast. And I didn't have to wait. Like, it was really because I didn't have to wait uh, for these last three episodes. On Wednesday night, they dropped, obviously, those. We, I watched the three episodes back to back. I, I binged the, the last three. I love this series. I didn't, have you had a chance to watch it? Yes, I, I watched it as it was coming out here in the yeah. States. This is, again, the, the complaint that we have about international versus domestic, uh, domestic being America in this case. And, like, I finished it. Uh, when did the last episode drop? It was about two weeks ago. Yeah, was, I was going to say. By the time the finale dropped, we kind of we were a week later and we got the lot at once. Right, and I I didn't like it quite as much as Pam and Tommy. I'm comparing it to that one because it's the same uh, creative team. Uh, but yeah, this was still really really good. It's absolutely absurd and great and dark and yeah. it's just yeah, it's, it's so, really good. I especially like watching these last few episodes of just like him becoming the villain. And you know, like just the sheer brutality of like what if just he's completely just lost. I thought this was a fantastic series. Um, one of it's one of my favorites of 2023 because it's a 2023 yeah. release here. Um, yeah, because I couldn't put it in I couldn't put it in any of the lists and stuff because like I love this series because I didn't know how it ended. Um, because I knew nothing about this one, but this was a gritty, great series. I loved it. It's it's easily it, yeah, if you haven't watched it, check it out. It is it is a definite highlight. I agree. Um, and then there's also a number of documentaries around it, uh, just like there were for like the dropout, where mm -hmm. if you want to see what actually happened in real life, uh, those were. And unfortunately, I saw one of those late last year before this came out. Mm -hmm. So I already knew, if not the specifics, the general story of what was going to happen. But even knowing the the absolute insanity that was going to be coming towards the end of the series with like the murder and and all that fun stuff uh murder being terribly fun obviously uh it, it was still a great series highly recommended it's on hulu over here obviously because yeah. uh, you know disney plus hulu uh if you haven't watched it and you're looking for something to try this one's really really good mm. um just looking here at some of the other things we've watched recently um the menu, the menu dropped um, last week here in the UK. Um, I hope this one's, I think it's on HBO Max in the US. Have you had a chance to see the menu? I saw it on HBO Max, so um, did not. Yeah. Uh, everyone I've talked to about this has loved this movie. Um, I'm actually not going to say much about it because this is one of those ones where I think you really should yeah. go into it, know as little as possible yes. about it. You're not going to really spoil anything from reading the description. No. It's not one of those ones where like any of the twists are there, but just... Just go in, watch it. Don't just, it's really good. It's got a really good cast. That's what I'm going to say about it. It's its highly enjoyable. It's awesome. Loved mm -hmm. it. Absolutely loved it. So again, when it dropped um, on Disney Plus last week, me and my wife said, I said to my wife, I literally said to her in the morning, because she was off the day, I went, I said, do not, do not watch that film. She's like, well, I said, I want, I want to watch it tonight. Don't watch because some, sometimes she will have a tendency mm -hmm. to. I'm working up in the office. She'll go, Oh, I said, I want to watch that later. She, and she didn't know anything about it. She went in totally blind and she loved it. It was, it, this was a really, really good movie. Uh, yeah, one, I loved it. Uh, so good. And yeah, I don't want to go into spoilers because of, of where it is. Um, yeah, another I, one that, yeah. 
Um, just a reminder, it's on HBO Max here in the States. Yeah. And despite the fact that that is not a channel that we cover, uh, it's watch it. It's really, <laughs> I know it is. It, it's really good. You, you should check it out on HBO Max if um, you got that. Another searchlight film, which is on HBO Max in the US, Banshees of Intrin. This came out just before Christmas. Um, I love this. It's up for a lot of nominations. Love this movie. Um, my wife wasn't as keen on it, but I really enjoyed this. I love the whole humor aspect to it. Um, again, a really top quality film. Uh, so this one, if I remember correctly, is also by the guy who did... Um, oh, I'm blanking on the name now. In Bruges, right? Which it has a lot yes. of the characters yeah. from... A lot of the actors, sorry, not the characters, uh, from Imbruger in it as well, including Colin. Um, just like that movie, it didn't quite click with me as much as it did with a lot of people. But I can see why people enjoy it. Uh, and mind you, I saw this like four weeks ago, so I barely remember yeah. most of it. Um, I still am going to recommend it, especially if you liked Imbruger, uh, mm -hmm. which was a uh, solid movie back in the day. Um, but I'm not giving it as high a recommendation as say the menu or welcome no. to Chippendales. This this may be a little bit lower. It's it's much weirder. Yeah, it's uh, good. It's it's a good movie. I'd say kind of say like a four out of five, where the menu was like four point five five. I, I just I, yeah. The menu I'd go five five. Yeah. Honestly, I'm 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 gonna put that one down. That was yeah. a five out of five. Yeah. Um. Also, just before Christmas on Christmas Eve, we got Strange World. Um. A <laughs> totally forgettable movie. <laughs> I watched it. it. I watched it. I don't it. remember I, it. I watched it while I was building some Lego. I was building this cast um the the train station behind me. It took me all Christmas Eve. Um so I put it on. It was there. It's it's fine. My wife watched as well. It was like there's nothing wrong with it. There's just nothing interesting with it. It's just very it's, vanilla. It's a vanilla, it's, yeah. It's unfocused. There was there was a hard it was hard to figure out like what the core plot was. Obviously there's several different plots going on. It, you know, it's following different people over time, but it's like, what, what is the story here? And at the end of the day, I don't remember. I, I, I couldn't tell you what the core story was anymore. Well, I think, I think the core thing of it was, um, it's basically on the lines of, we got to look after the planet. That's right. kind of, yeah. well, look yes, after. that's, but they don't um, convey that in story form. No, it's it's a bit it's a bit just it's very pretty. Blair. It's it looks gorgeous. I don't think it's terrible. I don't I don't think it's like but it's like I it's not a, a movie where I was like, oh it's like with Luca where I was just like oh, I love that or Raya and the Last Dragon where I was like, Oh, that was a beautiful film. I love the music. Strange World was like you could have done this for so much cheaper with no Hollywood actors, and it would have been the same story. Um, yeah, it, it's it was just generic, and I can see why Disney did not spend as much money advertising it, which is kind of ironic because if they do advertise something and it's not good, they lose a load of money and people are annoyed. And if they don't advertise something that's not very good, they get annoyed. And if they, oh, well, <laughs> it's it, just like it was one of those things like people just gonna be annoyed with this no matter what. <laughs> Well, I think people were also kind of annoyed, too, because it came out around the same time as Avatar Way of Water. It's like, well, we're putting a lot of money behind Avatar, and we're not putting any money behind yes, this. Yes, and... two billion. <laughs> two billion at the box office, and 20 million. <laughs> I, like, I still haven't like seen one week, <laughs> Well, one week of Avatar is, like, one day of Avatar is, like, more than um, Strange World, and, and that is an amazing and, movie. But, it's, but it's the... So good. 
But the other problem, of course, that that we've noted many, many times, not about Avatar, but uh, Strange World and Disney releases in general, is they don't seem to have a whole lot of confidence in their stuff. And that and that's not specific to Strange World. That's also Raya. That's also um, even going back to like the original Frozen and everything that has come out in between. They don't get the budget and kind of Disney waits to see what the reaction is before deciding whether they're going to. It took forever for them to get frozen merchandise out there. And now, yeah. of course, we're just like, stop, please stop. Yeah. Like same with, with Grogu. Remember that, mm. you know, we, we see him at the beginning of episode one and, and like, mm. oh, my God, I need a baby Yoda. I need a I need a. <laughs> And now I was I was talking to my friend the other day and like I am so sick of Baby Yoda and like look at this this giant uh, changeover that went and and Disney it, it's either flood or famine with Disney yeah. you know yeah they do, they have a tendency to do it. Um, uh, speaking of movies like that and we had Encanto at the Hollywood Bowl came out on um, just before Christmas or before before New Year's Eve loved it. I think I've actually watched about, I think I've put it on like four or five times. Um, it's great just to put it on in the background, listen to the great music, great performances. Um, kind of again, took me a bit, a bit back to D23 when the cast performed. Don't we don't talk about Bruno? I um, loved it. I mean, the fact that I've put it on like that's the thing of music now, and you can put it on and just you know, I literally put it on and put it on repeat because I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I'll honestly just listen to the cd in most cases yeah. but uh yeah this is this is good if you liked encanto and i know a lot of people get again talking about a film that did not get a whole lot of uh uh marketing behind it before it came out yeah. it did not get a whole lot of marketing and then word of it, mouth and then the marketing exploded for it and it became a well, huge once it hit disney plus it kind of blew up again the trouble is and i do feel like there's a lot of like and if, if turning red seems to have this problem a lot of people like forgetting what actually was going on at the time that these films came out of Omicron and all the rest of it and close downs and issue. There was, the, it was the pandemic was still in, in the go at the minute. Um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff, you know, like people, oh, this, you know, the, the box office, it's like, it's, most things have been back to normal for a few months, maybe six months. It's still very early. You know, Avatar's like the first big Disney blockbuster that they've had over a billion since 2019. You know, it's taken that long to get to that point. I I still see people going, oh my God, the uh I can't remember the name, the one with uh Chris Pratt and um uh Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, not Guardians of the Galaxy. The 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 Pixar movie that came out right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um oh onward. Onward, yes, where they were looking for their father and he, yeah. you know, he's I still see people going, huh, onward was such a huge flop. And it was like yeah, it came out literally as the pandemic week. started. <laughs> it, of course, it was going to flop, and uh, it, it's no fault of the movie. Or Black Widow was did like terrible at the box. I was like, it was in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. They're probably the same people that are now convinced that Avatar's box office is entirely made up and is all a big um, bit of fakeness, and it's not I mean, real. And no one, I, no one's going, no one's going to see it. Apparently, <laughs> well, I haven't gone to see it. Uh, admittedly, you look at the numbers for. For way of watering like wow that that it did a lot better than i was honestly expecting it yeah. to do i know a lot of people have got uh, the fact that my wife turned to me and said i would really i want to see that film um but she's, she's literally lines of i can't go to our cinema because she's just she mm -hmm. the seats are so uncomfortable um and i said well we can go to an imax um in the city near me and she was like and then she goes, well, yeah, but it's three, four hour plus an hour there and back with the dog. And it was just like, suddenly went into like, it's just, no, but it was, it was the fact that my wife said, I would actually like to go see it was like, okay, this means that it's gone into a different level of 
because if that because she never says that i mean she says that's just like you know never wants to go see a film at the cinema um just looking here at some of the other stuff that's come out recently oh koala man koala man came out on monday so this is a new animated series all eight episodes dropped on hulu it's a global release good yeah, um, no, more global yeah. releases. An Australian superhero, um, and I was channeling Kevin this morning when I was sorting out all the bins because they'd all blown around in the storm, and I had like three people's garbage cans all over my drive. And I did go out there thinking, I'm, I'm standing out there in the rain thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm Koala Man this morning. Um, I really enjoyed this. It was it's stupid, daft, bonkers, makes no sense. Binged a whole lot <laughs> in one go. I, I turned off episode one about halfway through. I, it was not clicking with me at all. But part of it is, um, I, I think I'm just sick of the current trend of uh, adult animation, uh, or sorry, cartoons for adults, I should say, because they all have, they all just blend together for me at this point. And there was nothing about Koala Man except it being Australian rather than American or British that kind of set it apart. And eh, it it didn't. I, I, like you were talking about with the um, the history of the world part two, where you didn't laugh at all through the, I got halfway through the episode and like, I don't think I've even like chuckled at anything in this so far. And it, it I was, was like, I'm done. Yeah, it, it was bonkers. I, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know, again, the Australian humor, I think is a little bit more interconnected, like obviously with British humor, but also, um, you know, we've grown up with watching a lot of Amer of Australian soap, so we understand, you know, understand a lot of the, the slang. But also, I have spent like a year in Australia, so I I was a I that kind of connection was like some of the stuff like you know, I could kind of get a little bit easier. Maybe I thought it was fun. I, eight episodes, perfect. I, in some ways, I don't know if a weekly release might have been better for it, given a bit of a run because it's kind of like it got dropped and gone, uh, and mm. now it's moved on. And but actually, no, when yeah. when when you mentioned it and like the things that we talked, like, wait, what? I don't even know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, there's that. Having said that, like, it didn't click with me. I do hope they continue to bring in more um, international humor. I think humor is one of like the best ways to kind of understand mm -hmm. uh, a culture to yeah. to learn about different cultures because what we find funny often says a lot about us. And and. Yeah. Koala Man didn't click with me, but at the same time, you know, I love stuff like what we do in the shadows, Thor Ragnarok, uh, mm. you know, the stuff that Taika did. And that's very New Zealand, uh, yeah. Australian humor. Uh, and I think those are hilarious. So this, yeah. this may not have clicked, but I'm sure it will with other people. And uh, just getting exposed to uh, products of different culture. Yeah. Even it's like Australia. It's it's not that different. Like actually, it's very different. Yes. Uh, and but enjoy it. Uh, I hope it does find an audience. And good luck to it. it just mm. didn't click with me. Um, also, speaking of international um, British, so we've got a British comedy coming out next week. Um, Extraordinary. We'll obviously talk about it a little bit more. I'll be speaking with Jeremy next week for that episode. Uh, actually, no, it's in two weeks actually. Um, so that's a, a British comedy coming up. That's um, also a bit a bit Irish as well. That's Sorry, cool. what was that one called? Um, Extraordinary. Oh, okay, that will be coming out. It's going to be on Hulu in the U US. Um, just thinking, I think um, I'm just trying to think. Of all the, all, I'm just going through like what's been because it's been so much has been coming out. Um, I've been watching Big Sky as well. Um, been watching, been enjoying that one every week with new episodes. We finished off Grey's Anatomy. The latest we're up to date on that one uh, on Disney Plus. I'm just trying. To think. Yeah, there's just. Have you been watching anything else? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't 
think anything on Disney Plus. Um, I did end up watching Wednesday over on Discord, oh, yeah. uh, Discord, Discord on Netflix, uh, on Netflix, uh, which is of course about Wednesday Adams from uh, the Adams family. I enjoyed it quite a bit, uh, and I, I heard <laughs> the dance scene was. I, I fast I, I've had seen so much of it on TikTok, and there's the songs not even in it. <laughs> I, fa- I fast forwarded through the dance sequence; that was too much for me. But overall, I really enjoyed the series, um, and uh, I'm looking forward to season two of that. And then, even though I'd already seen it, I ended up kind of pseudo binging uh, Strange New Worlds, the Star oh, Trek series. I don't yeah. care about. I still haven't uh, rented it. I, honestly, uh, it is the best Star Trek has been since. Voyager, maybe even Deep Space Nine, honestly. Yeah, it's do you know we were actually we were saying this the other day of like um we were I was like, I think we need to unsubscribe to some systems because we're like we're just not because I've watched I start I watched like two episodes of that Harrison Ford Yellowstone Uh, spin-off. It's like 1923, something. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's like I'm gone back and kind of forgot about it. And like we're like, yeah, once the deals run out, we might only like do hate. And it was like Amazon, I'm like. I think we might start watching the rig, but generally there's just been there's been nothing on that since the the like the Top Gear special that they did just before Christmas. Um, so it's a bit like okay, are we actually watching this stuff? Um, I did end up binging the entire. I uh, finished off the the last of Grownish season five, um, so it's just, that's coming back with new episodes in the US later this month, and they've commissioned a sixth season, so that's pretty good. And here in the UK, you had um, Modern Family season ten drop on New Year's Eve, so I binged through the entire season ten um, as well. So that was that was another watch um, that I've been going for. And I'm just looking, trying to see what because it's kind of one of those weird things. Again, it's been it's been a really it's been a, it's been a long time with just like with so much stuff coming out and some stuff that I need to try. Out. I've been meaning to try out Bleach, and now that they've got the English dubbing in there. A lot of people get excited over Tokyo Revengers season two, but it's on the first season's on Crunchyroll. Uh, uh, th- yeah, I was gonna say those are both animes, aren't they? Yeah, uh, I, I'm yeah. familiar with Bleach from like way back in the day. I think I even saw like an episode or two. Uh, this is a continuation of it, but you can go into it yeah. without having. I, I'm I'm guessing. Well, the, here in the UK, we actually have the um, the original. This fifth was it sixteen seasons. So that's that's the original one, the one yeah. that's up on screen right now. So um, there's if sixteen you're, seasons. You're audio of, owner, you can't yeah. see it. <laughs> yeah. So you got six, sixteen, um, sixteen episodes. Whereas Bleach, the new one, is just a one. Um, but it's I know a lot of people are like, oh, anime. So they are starting to. Obviously, it's big in Japan, and they need to buy this stuff um, for the Japanese market, and it makes sense to buy global rights. So because there is an international market for it, and we're going to see more of this. You know, we're really seeing so many more uh, um, international originals dropping onto Disney Plus, and I think we're going to see a lot more of that moving forward. Um, I actually really enjoyed Spy Family. That's on Hulu and Crunchyroll over here. Um, I watched it on Hulu, obviously. Um, that was an anime. I think it's twenty-five episodes, twenty-six episodes, somewhere in there. Uh, that was really good. I highly enjoyed that one. Also, just recently, we just um, I just got I think it like, like one episode left to go of his Darkest Mysterious season three. I think it's on HBO oh, in the. I forgot that was coming out. Yeah, yeah, and also Death in Paradise. That's another show. But so it's it's kind of that weird thing of just like of like having having chance having time to watch all these things, especially with all these like you know when you start getting in on Disney Plus with so many different series. Um, it, it and it's great. It definitely. 
Because it's kind of a lot of ooh, with the prices going up because HBO Max has gone up this past week in the US. And people, you know, everyone's starting to look at that budgets and stuff. And it is that kind of feeling of like, you know, it's like now of like, if you're only in there for Marvel or Star Wars and you're on a monthly commitment, it's like you might as well just jump out, come back, um, you know, when Mandalorian comes back in six six weeks time, which will be a lot of fun. I mean, we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever coming out in a couple of weeks. Did you see that at the cinema or did you? I did see that one at the yeah. cinema. Uh, we talked about it back yeah. when it came out. Um that that ending still bothers me. Not the the uh, not the stinger ending, but yeah. the the final fight on yeah. the ship. I'm just like, this is one of the stupidest fights <laughs> in the Marvel universe. Talk about putting all your eggs in one basket. Without going into it too much again, they they're using the sonar attack thing. You know, the the underwater to to keep the and like. This is technology that's existed since like the 1910s. They've had the ability to make really loud noises with ships for a really long time. Why is there only one on the yeah. ship, and why are there no protections for it at all? It's just like this one, this just one, just Iron Heart just flying around. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, otherwise, yeah. enjoy enjoyed the movie, but that ending, that that fight at the end, just bothers me so much. Yeah. Right, so next week um, I will be here with Jeremy and we'll be going through... It's kind of weird because we're in this like weird bit now where, you know, like with Willow ending, it's like National Treasure and Bad Batch is pretty much it. I mean, I need probably need to watch that Chasing Waves documentary. I haven't got around to watching that one yet. But, um, yeah, we're kind of in a little... February's probably going to start lining up hopefully next next week. But, I mean, yeah, the, the biggest release uh is not even a show it's the trailer for mandalorian which is coming out on monday i believe right yes you're uh, in this, um, the, nfl through the nfl game i think it is i'll just wait for it to be on youtube but yes i'll i'll, um, I'll, I'll find it when i wake up in the morning mm -hmm. um i kind of it's always that kind of way for like, a new trailer it's like yeah but we've already had the teaser trailer so i don't need it it's like you're uh, giving me the day i know i won't watch it but after that i'll probably stop watching trailers um i I always think that first trailer is the one. It's that the teaser trailer. If it's long, if I mean, if it's two minute long teaser trailer, like, that's enough. That's, that's enough for me. But yeah, but that that's my point. Is this is the biggest thing to look forward to next week? Maybe Bad Batch episode four. Yeah. But yeah, what well, what I'm looking forward to? Oh, oh yeah, Mandalorian season three trailer drop. And it's like, but what is what's actually coming out on Hulu? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah. So. No. Right. On that note, thank you very much for watching. We'll be back next week with another episode. Make sure you check out um, the What's on Disney Plus news uh, throughout the week on the YouTube channel. You'll also find all the information over on the website, whatsondisneyplus.com. Find us on social media. Follow us there to keep up with everything, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And on that note, I'll see you guys soon. Later. Later. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.